Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of the Top Performers. I'm Dr. Rowan Nadler, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my esteemed co-host. That We've been doing this for 16 years now and really excited uh, about talking about tactical decision-making in leadership. And Kathy, welcome to the show. Hey, Riley. Yeah, today's going to be um, a little exciting for me, to be honest with you, because uh, for those of you who are who are listening, you know, Riley and I, as he said, have been on the air for 16 years. I keep saying that's my longest male relationship that I've ever had. <laughs> I say that with great love because Riley puts up with a lot. But um, today we're also going to have uh, my real life spouse on the show. Uh, Matthew Warner, who's going to be talking about his experiences in special forces and special operations and how he is applying that to law enforcement. But I guess before we jump in there, Riley, why don't we talk a little bit about our focus um, in 2023 yeah. and and where you know where we see the world in terms of our emotional brilliance lens. Sure, and we're excited to zero in on this. You know, uh, Kathy and I have been doing this, focusing on how can you be brilliant in the moment? And so what do we mean by that is we all have strengths. We all have things that we're focusing on. But in the moment, and I think we'll have Matt speak to that, how do you pull out of your hat? How do you pull out of your resources the best decisions, the best uh, communication, uh, the best strategy so you can be – your best. And our book, Emotional Brilliance, uh, you can get a hold of um, at Amazon and other places. But we also have a website, emotionalbrilliance.com. And there you can get a, a series of tools. But you can also get the 11 reasons why you need emotional intelligence. And a lot of think what Matt's going to talk about is emotional intelligence. And why is that important? As a manager, you or a leader, you have 70% influence over the climate of the team. That's huge. You know, you have that much influence. And most people that we deal with underestimate their influence. And so if you listening underestimate your influence with some of the things that we can talk about, you're underperforming, your team's underperforming. And so with the idea that we've been using this tsunami of emotions, that we had with the pandemic and still a part of that, the demands, the pressures on people far outreach people's experience and training. So with our show here, Leadership Development News, we're trying to give you some tools to maybe navigate that tsunami of emotions that may can help retention, may can help uh, productivity. And then, Kat, why don't I introduce Matt and then – you can share some more and we can kind of bring Matt on. Yeah, no, I just, um, I wanted to just say a couple words uh, before you uh, introduce Matt so that okay. people have a context uh, for who he is. And, you know, like many professionals um, in his industry, uh, Matthew has a passion for continuing to serve, uh, serve others, serve his country. 
And so now he shares his experiences through lessons in leadership from the front line uh, as a speaker, an instructor, and an executive coach. He is a certified EQI practitioner. Um, he will be speaking at the TAC Ops conferences starting in March. There will be a link at the LDN website, so you can take a look at that. Uh, Matthew's already got a full class, but I'm sure he'll take more. And he's also part of our conference rally this year in October 2023 at the Magnus Works National Command Staff College Conference. And both Matthew and I will be teaching um, as instructors there for that conference. But, Relly, as you know, one of my business teams over the years has been made up of special forces and special operators and law enforcement in the military who helped create content, which we published in our book, Fearless Leader, Sharpen Your Focus, and that now appears in our Emotional Brilliance Academy, LMS. Prior to our publication of Emotional Brilliance, Living a Stressless, Fearless Life, I was fortunate to work with law enforcement across the nation through the National Tactical Officers Association, that's NTOA, TACOP, Homeland, FBI, and, and during that time, we were able to build a groundbreaking emotional intelligence program for and with public safety leaders. So that's across law enforcement. And this program has been delivered to future leaders across law enforcement now since 2017 with uh, great, great reviews and has reached national status at prominent public safety academies, sheriff's associations, and major education conferences for law enforcement. So I've trained thousands on EI and certified many who now lead EI programs nationally, and Matthew has taken the lead on this effort. And given the last few years and the increasing amount of focus on the needs of public safety professionals to ensure unity in community policing, Matthews found a great opportunity to help to well help both businesses and law enforcement through his work called Fearless Climate. And that leadership model is based on his 25 years uh, as a top performer across multiple disciplines as a troop chief, a training instructor, and a trusted advisor throughout his military career. So this this current program that Matthew is going to talk about today combines the best of all our resources and newfound resources with our business partner, Dr. Mitch Javidi, called Magnus Works. That's M-A-G-N-U-S-W-O-R-X. And so now a portion of the Emotional Brands Academy, or EB Guardians, as we like to call it, is connected into the Magnus Works app and if you can imagine this, and Matthew will talk about it, you know, if you have a smartphone, it has a camera, and that camera can capture your state of well-being. It can look at your cortisol level and give you information you need real time from Magnus Works, which includes the Emotional Brilliance Academy. And we're so pleased to be a part of the National Command and Staff College program under the direction of Dr. Mitch Javidi. So without further ado, Riley, I'm going to turn this over to you and Matt, and I'll chime in just to add color here, <laughs> but I think the two of you okay. are going to have a delightful conversation. That's great. Well, let me just say just a little bit more about Matt, and then Matt, we'll, we'll bring you on and kind of see how this is all has evolved. 
So, uh, Kathy alluded to some of this, that Matt is a 25-year veteran of the armed services, spent over 20 years in naval special warfare, and that's NSW, operating as a special warfare combatant crewman. He's earned the title of senior enlisted advisor, working his way up to the ranks of Naval Special Warfare Development Group. And so he's led and trained the top 2% of uh, Navy SEALs, uh, as well as being responsible for acquiring, developing, testing, and fielding state-of-art equipment, weapons, tactics, techniques, uh, procedures. And so I've, I've known Matt for quite a while, and and just being in the in the moment, and you can imagine of of the uh, people that he's dealing with in the top two percent of these seals, and and having to you know be on the front lines of many places. Matt, we're really happy to have you here and get a chance to talk a little bit more about you know now that you're uh, out of the service, how you're taking your expertise to kind of new levels and and spreading that. So, many, you know, welcome, and why don't you give us a little, you know, background of how you've gotten to where you are now uh, to this point. Yeah, thank you, uh, Riley. Appreciate it. And, Kathy, thank you for the opening statements there. Um, absolutely. I am uh, thrilled and uh, very privileged to be on your talk show, especially you guys have been doing this for 16 years. But um, I would like to share with the audience here just the uh, – the, the privilege of being able to be around experts like yourselves and like uh, Kathy was saying, Dr. Mitch Chaviti, on understanding more of the emotional intelligence um, domain of what's going on in an operational mindset, but also being in the, the civilian life now, I've tied a lot of experiences uh, to what senior leaders in companies are going through as well as, um, you know, law enforcement, especially in this VUCA environment, this volatile, uncertain, chaotic, and ambiguous environment that we all are living in. Uh, so psychologically, and the uh, the dinner table coin term, emotional intelligence, I've learned a lot on the last few years being around experts like yourselves. So I feel very privileged to be able to go out there and just learn more about it and just also uh, create more things that uh, these senior leaders and uh, senior managers can uh, grab onto. And like in the military, everything that we do is with acronyms, right? So that's what I've created with Fearless Climate, and we'll go into more detail there. But um, yes, absolutely. Uh, it's interesting. I got a lot to share, but uh, I know we only have a short okay. period of time here. So yeah, yeah. whatever questions you guys want to ask, go ahead. Okay, good. And I know we've talked about some of this, but for our audience, you know, you've created a model uh, and now you're calling it fearless climate that fits both business and, and public safety. So maybe tell us about how that evolved and, and what is that? What is fearless climate? Yeah, so fearless climate is uh, something that uh, that I've been building over the last uh, year to two years, and that's off the uh, you know shoulders of uh, folks like yourselves. Um, but uh, it just made sense on understanding what the emotions go through as a leader, but also just a message out there to the current leaders in the world, um, what fearless truly means in my, in my view. Um, but I'd like to first go into climate and you hit it on the head there, uh, earlier, um, really, you know, mm -hmm. a team's climate, what does that look like? You know, is it the 
temperature that's in the room. Um, and you as a leader, are you the thermostat or are you the uh, thermometer? And it's interesting when I speak to groups of uh, senior leaders, they kind of look at that like, okay, what does that mean? Um, obviously, the thermostat sets the temperature in the room, and the thermometer just takes the temperature. Um, so the climate is something I learned as a senior leader, um, and I've changed it up a little bit uh, because the C, as far as the consistency of leadership, is critical for a positive climate inside of an organization. Now, that can be consistency of communication, whether verbal or nonverbal, um, consist- consistency of actions, um, consistency of decision-making, and you can go on and on. Um, the L, hmm. leadership. You know, is there any type of leadership or is there a lot of um, followers? You know, you have to have a solid amount of leadership, but also how do you look at leadership? Is leadership from the top down? Um, some of the things I'm seeing, you know, on the media, uh, which is not always true, but the comments that are made by um, senior leaders is leaderships from the top down. And that's not necessarily true. And I've learned that learning a network environment and the positional authority over a hierarchy environment, which it is leadership from the top down. So a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. I share with the, uh, the people that I'm coaching as well as, uh, teaching, um, in this new role here. Um, so then you have the I, which is integrity. You know, how does your organization uh, and also the individuals within the organization view integrity? And what are you setting as a leader as far as mes- messaging the integrity of that organization? And what does that look like? Um, so we'll keep on going there with mentorship. M is mentorship. And once again, is it top-down? Uh, you know, if you look at mentorship, hmm. what does that look like? Uh, especially my my life, um, you know, we're constantly, uh, some of the sayings are like, you know, you're constantly being fed with a fire hose because you're constantly learning new things, new skills. You're uh, developing these new skills. And uh, next thing you know, you're in a leadership position. And then you, it, you know, become a senior uh, operator. And you have to look at that word mentorship, you know. Uh, kind of like you said, Riley, as far as, uh, you know, a team climate and setting yourself up for success, but also your team up for success is understanding what that mentorship looks like and how you are mentoring mm-hmm. uh, your people. So um, the uh, one of the things that I ran into uh, later on in my leadership career um, was uh, I was challenged with a uh, junior junior guy who all of a sudden ended up in uh, pri- or not prison, but jail due to some speeding tickets. And uh, my senior officer looked at me and said, okay, uh, what is the mentorship plan? So I bring that out hmm. because at the time, you got to think, you know, 15 years, 17, 18 years in the military, especially at the top, um, you know, as far as the top command and being a senior leader, I actually had to think to myself, what does a mentorship plan look like? Because all too often, you know, we find ourselves in this role of we're learning. We're trying to understand why we were selected and chosen to be in that leadership role. But also the generational gaps are starting to happen. And how do you connect as being a mentor to those junior personnel? Uh, but also and mentorship can come from the bottom up too. You know, especially being yeah. fortunate to serve 
and work with um, these uh, special special operators um, with Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, uh, as well as Coast Guard. Um, you know, you get all walks of life to come into the organization. You know, you get uh, aspiring astronauts. You get people that have PhDs. Um, and now all of a sudden you're that senior leader. So the mentorship can be from the bottom up, too. Um, and and then, that, uh, that was re- that was really, this is, I mean, for a second, it's really important. We'll kind of zero in uh, on each of these. Uh, and I want to, you know, maybe we'll get some examples. So far, you talked about consistency, leadership, integrity, and then mentoring. Um, and then maybe uh, what's the last two? And then we'll go, we'll go to a break, and then we can kind of go into more detail. So for climate. Yes, absolutely. So uh, That's right. A is the accountability, T is teamwork, and then E is expectation management as a leader. So mm-hmm. to have a solid uh, climate as far as a wood or a, a, a warm and um, a healthy environment, those are the interlinking um, capabilities or uh, just something to look at as a, as a leader on uh, how is your climate for your uh, organization. So, Matt, hold that wow. thought. We're going to go to a quick commercial. And uh, all of you that are listening, don't go away. We have a lot more for you on Fearless Climate. You're listening to Leadership Development News. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Icy Tech. Like the hard-working men and women that get up every day and do their job. The ones that stop at nothing to make sure that it's done right. It's not just an effort. It's not just know-how. It's a way of life. Icy Tech has been with you since 1998. And with the veteran community being behind you, we understand. With quality. With passion. We follow you in this way of life. Icy Tech, for those who get it. Icy Tech is a proud sponsor of the Emotional Brilliance Academy, where e-learning is leading edge. How can you be brilliant in the moment, given the daily challenges you face at work and home? How can you enhance your strengths and limit your weaknesses? Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler's mission is to help people be the best version of themselves at work and at home with simple, trusted, evidence-based tips and tools. They have combined forces, applying the powerful science of emotional and social intelligence with the latest in e-learning and AI technology to bring you the Emotional Brilliance Academy. Through the leading Emotional Brilliance Academy programs, they help everyday leaders like you balance your emotions to better connect with people, enhance top performance, lead your teams, and your organization. The Emotional Brilliance Academy gives you a common-sense approach to enhance your effectiveness and happiness both on and off the job. Sign up for the program, enhance your skills, and be your best self. For a free trial, go to freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. That's freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. EBA is powered by Fearless Leaders Group, the H2C Leadership Foundation, and True North Leadership. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. 
listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with a top performer for 20 years and more in special uh, forces, uh, Matthew Werner. And Matt's got a uh, configuration of fearless climate that we went through. You know, consistency, leadership, integrity, mentorship, accountability, teamwork, and expectations. And... Matt, we're really glad that you're, you know, with us. And say a little bit, maybe, as we are, we'll go a little deeper on some of these. But it, it, how does this affect the civilian world? But I also want to hear some examples, and we can zero in on each each one of these. So, how would you say it, it impacts your learning uh, outside of the military? Yeah, thank you, Riley. Um, so, just in my short time uh, post retirement here. And uh, even working with organizations and businesses while I was still active duty, um, these uh, these words just kept on coming to mind. And you can use this mm-hmm. acronym no matter if you have a two-man team, two-person team, um, all the way up to a 400-person team. Um, it really is it's – a, it's a cool tool to use, um, even in, you know, in uh, – the business world to be able to just kind of get a pulse uh, from your people mm-hmm. on how do they feel the climate is, you know, and then, you know, right. you've heard about like 360 assessments on leaders. Um, you know, this is kind of like that, that quick assessment, you know, how is the climate within yeah. the organization? Right. So uh, when you're like using this as coaching, it's almost kind of like you said, a checklist that you can go and kind of ask about each of these key things. I mean, each of these are very, very rich and, and also very, very uh, deep. So uh, you talk a little bit about uh, mentorship uh, and then teamwork. Um, so maybe give us like an example. Also the other one that you talked about that I would think in, coming from the military and many organizations is leadership. You talked about it's typically top-down um, you know, from your experience, we sometimes we talk about position power, which is top-down, or personal power. And I think the emotional intelligence is a lot around personal power where you can't force someone to do it. it from your experience, like there are some examples of, you know, building this um, personal power, you know, building the team that you found helpful. Like how would you go about, about that? Um, that's interesting. Personal power. Um, I, I kind of look at it as positional authority. Um, and that means that, yes, it is an individual, for example, um, in the world I come from. So say if you're a, a rank of an E5, E6, or an O3, O4, but you have positional authority of a senior officer or enlisted ranked uh, personnel, that's the positional authority. Now, how do you get that? Uh, that is built upon trust with an organ an organization, um, but also it's a it's a um, 
when you're talking about personal power, it's the consistency of your actions that has mm. put you in that in that entrusted uh, position. Mm-hmm. Can I so jump in? I... Yeah, go ahead, Kat. Yeah, so so one of the things that I just want to let our audience know is we have a foundation, uh, the uh, the H2C Leadership Foundation, and so Matt uh, is instrumental in helping both our civilian colleagues and our law enforcement colleagues through the foundation. So when Matt talks about working with individuals, it's from that perspective. So first of all, you know, our foundation is delivering this um, in, I want to say, in combination with programs that they're already doing. So one program that Matt just spoke at was um, the CSU conference. And the CSU conference is a real estate conference of networked individuals who came together for essentially a program to learn more about how to use the CSU software in developing real estate client and business. And CSU also has a coaching program uh, that's married to our, uh, I'll, I'll say our, our brother and sister organization in real estate called Workman Success System. So what does a fearless climate look like in a real estate organization? And so Matthew lends his voice around these, uh, you know, these aspects of climate um, to fit into that real estate business. So I don't know, Matthew, if you want to talk a little bit about that, but um, I want to make this more real for the audience so it's, it's not so conceptual. What does a fearless real estate climate look like for an organization so that it can build its business? Um, same thing, Matt's been asked to speak at a healthcare foundation uh, in New Jersey. And at that program, uh, again, they're all fundraisers uh, in the healthcare industry that are looking for opportunities, right, to use these kinds of programs like climate um, and fearless climate to build capacity. So, Matt, maybe you could talk a little bit about what that looks like for people. Yeah, absolutely. So, kind of going into, or I'm going to just segue into the fearless piece of the climate. So, we touched on the climate, uh, you know, what that stands mm-hmm. for. You can look at any any one of those interlinking capabilities or, or um, styles as far as leadership to understand how your climate is inside your organization. But going into, for example, speaking with um, real estate and medical uh, field, fields, uh, fearlessness, um, obviously, yes, what fearless is, means lacking fear. Okay, not hard, but that's uh, very simple. Uh, looking at all my uh, challenges throughout my career, you know, for example, like skydiving, uh, yes. Is there fear? Absolutely. Um, anybody that's going to say that they lack fear uh, something's wrong with them. I would I would, I would venture to say. Uh, so, looking at the the acronym of fearless, what does that look like as a leader? Unless you're asking for um, the real estate market, uh, the F stands for fail to succeed. So, you have to understand as a business leader what is failure for your organization. You know, is it um, number of sales? A lot of this information for real estate, what I've learned, is data driven. 
So what is your bottom line of failure? What are those numbers? Um, you know, in my world, for example, we would look at, you know, possibly if you're in one team, they might look at losing a $2 million asset during a mission would be failure. And then you would reconstitute and go back, you know, to, to home plate or base. Um, however, what's the bigger picture? What is the mission for? Is it hostage rescue? Obviously, that's the bigger picture. So if you lose a $2 million asset, that's not necessarily acceptable, but it's access- acceptable to actually accomplish that mission. So failure to succeed and understanding what is, a, is what is a, um, understood as failure in that organization. Uh, and that kind of ties in, that ties directly into the climate. Um, you know, if you have a lot of people that are stressed out because they think that if they lose one um, client, that's failure, uh, that's not going to create a nice climate for that organization, a very warm climate. Um, there's other people that have a can look at it from a higher or elevated mindset, which is the E um, in fearless. And they can understand that, you know, if they lose three to five clients a year, then that's, that's going to be okay. They're still going to succeed. So they understand what the bigger picture is for that organization. Does that help? Yes, that's, uh, that's fantastic. I think one of the things that's hard for Raleigh and I when we're interviewing people who have a model, um, at least from my perspective, Raleigh, you can jump in here, it, it, our audience wants to know, like, how do you apply that? What are the techniques yeah. as a coach, right, I can use in my business? And one of the things that we struggle with often is we get a guest who tells us they have this model, but they don't show us how to apply it in the real world. So thank you for that. Can you can you give a couple of examples of from your experience uh, how you're applying this in law enforcement? Because we hear so many horrible headlines these days mm-hmm. in in law enforcement, and it seems to be a daily occurrence. Uh, it's just a tragedy uh, what's going on in law enforcement. And I, I venture to say that just today we posted at the losses um, that we're getting in uh, young people not only signing up for law enforcement, but law enforcement is actually now going into high schools to contract for these future law enforcement professionals. And I have an opinion about that, which I'll keep to myself, but I think that we are going in the wrong direction um, with law enforcement. And instead of getting seasoned professionals who have the aptitude to do this work due to their self-awareness and impulse control, we're venturing into areas of young people Mm -hmm. who don't have the emotional intelligence to be able to understand themselves well enough to even be able to do that job coming out of high school. And and I'm sure a lot of people will differ with that opinion. But if you could talk a little bit about how you're applying this real-time in leadership academies, some examples of that, I think that'd be a great way for us to move forward. Yeah, so recently, um, just doing a course, five-day course down in, uh, in Polk County, Florida for the National Innovation Academy, um, you know, it's re- the, the whole teaching of emotional intelligence and using the EQI 2.0 model. Um, it's it's amazing to see the students face. So you have chiefs of police in there, you got sheriffs, you have lieutenants, captains, and just to see the the amount of um, stress 
the relief of stress that they've been holding up, pinching up inside their own bodies and their own minds from so many years. And now what they're going through in current day um, to understand how the mind works um, from technical experts like yourselves, um, but also just how it works with leadership challenges. Um, so right. that's uh, adding this fearless climate into uh, the stuff that we teach with um, Magnus Works as well as with the Emotional Brilliance Academy for these students, these seasoned law enforcement experts. Um, it, it's something that, like I say at the beginning of the mm-hmm. class, I wish I would have had this training uh, when I was going through all right. the challenges, you know, for 20, 25 years. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I didn't see, I didn't understand the word emotions until I, <laughs> I seen my first yeah. psychologist in 20 years, and uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting on how this all develops. And you look at the E for fearless, uh, which stands for the uh, first E is emotions for success. Okay, so now you have this, you know, this, this big guy talking about emotions, the big E word, right? And to understand what mindfulness is, to understand. Um, and kind of put into context, and that's what I teach these law enforcement officers, where basically it's like NASCAR. Whether you like it or not, you understand NASCAR is taking left-hand turns at 180 miles per hour. Um, And that's how our brains are operating. Um, We're basically taking left-hand turns at 180 miles per hour. And what keeps our car from hitting that wall at turn four? It's the pit stop crew. So I like to ask the class, okay, who is your pit stop crew? And, of course, they're they're in deep thought. And I ask them, is your pit stop crew your family? And nine nine out of ten, in fact, most classes, all everybody's hands go up. And that's a great, great answer, however you're wrong. Because the reality is your family's in the car with you. So I, I go into, you know, this part of the whole fearless climate um, coaching and teaching on understanding the importance of finding a, a coach. Now, a coach isn't somebody you have to pay hundreds of dollars for. A coach can be somebody that's, that's a good mentor. And the, the most important part is a coach is going to ask you the hard questions to make you think about what's going on. Um, and they're looking out for your best interest. Um, but to, to think, you know, and that's, I'm just like everybody else. I, always looked at my family was my, uh, my go-to as far as like when I wasn't operating, when I wasn't training, um, you know, I made it a point to always come home, um, be with the family as much as I could. But then when I started finding out about this whole mindfulness and emotional intelligence, the, mm-hmm. the aha moment was, was I'm actually not <laughs> in the being, I was always in the doing, um, and to learn the importance of that. But, um, yeah. Otherwise, uh, your family is, like I said, in the car with you, and they're uh, they're just at just as much at risk hitting that wall turn four as you are. Right. Well, that's so important. Like you're saying, that your support system. Um, the other thing that uh, Kathy mentioned, and it'd be interesting in the, in the program and stuff that you're doing, is the self awareness and impulse control. And you know, Kathy and I have been talking about this for for years. It's really a two sides of the coin. You can't be aware of, well, you have to be aware of things so that you can control it. So really raising awareness and then the impulse control. And we know, you know, with law enforcement, you know, and some of the stuff in, in the media now is so important um, around impulse control. So 
we're going to take a take our uh, next break. But when we come back, we'll can zero in on maybe more of those aspects and how that fits into the fearless model. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. How can you be brilliant in the moment? Given the daily challenges you face at work and home, how can you enhance your strengths and limit your weaknesses? Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler's mission is to help people be the best version of themselves at work and at home with simple, trusted, evidence-based tips and tools. They have combined forces, applying the powerful science of emotional and social intelligence with the latest in e-learning and AI technology to bring you the Emotional Brilliance Academy. Through the leading Emotional Brilliance Academy programs, they help everyday leaders like you balance your emotions to better connect with people, enhance top performance, lead your teams and your organization. The Emotional Brilliance Academy gives you a common sense approach to enhance your effectiveness and happiness both on and off the job. Sign up for the program, enhance your skills, and be your best self. For a free trial, go to freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. That's freetrial.emotionalbrilliance.com. EBA is powered by Fearless Leaders Group, the H2C Leadership Foundation, and True North Leadership. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at leadershipforuminc.com. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We are talking to a top performer, Matthew Warner, and he's talking about fearless climate and Raleigh, before we went uh, to our break, uh, you were having an, a, a nice conversation with Matt about the application of climate. I just want to make sure that our audience knows where they can find you, Matt, in the next few months. And one of the places they can find you is at TACOPS 2023. And for those of you who are interested in patrol, SWAT, military, corrections, uh, any of the organizations in public safety, even EMTs, that are looking for more information on the application of fearless climate, you can 
go to SWATconference.org. That's S-W-A-T conference.org. And their expo for 2023 is in Verona, New York, April 25th to the 28th. Another one is going to be at Tac Ops East, which is uh, another tactical training organization conference and expo at the Crystal Gateway Marriott. That's September 6th to the 8th. And um, you're also going to be at the Magnus Works National Span and Staff College Conference coming up in October, and we'll give that website as well. But, Matthew, maybe you can talk a little bit about, uh, as we teach uh, these programs at these national academies, uh, and they're five days long. Um, we go from 8 in the morning usually till 4, 4.30 in the afternoon. What are the big ahas for you as an instructor in this very uncertain environment, given where you come from uh, and your your background in operating in these, as we, really and I like to call them, VUCA environments? What's the big aha for you in, in these training classes? Um I think the biggest aha is um, kind of like we hit on the head, which uh, it's interesting because, you know, we coined, you know, this whole uh, course is, is it's your weapon for success. And why did we coin it like that? Um, because mm-hmm. the aha moments of how much time and money do we spend on our tactics, on our techniques, you know, the procedures for an organization. Um, whether you're military or law enforcement, we spend, I'd say, 90 to 95 percent of our, you know, monies and, and time towards that. But the aha moment is that the whole emotional intelligence piece was never there. Um, you know, you get the best of the best, especially where I've been at, as far as the best skydivers, the best drivers, the best mater- materials, and sometimes we're developing that stuff ourselves. Uh, but that's what takes up our time. But as far as what's going on in our brains to understand actually what's going on, I see a lot of the similarities for law enforcement these days. And that's the conversations I've had with the students. And like I said, these these students are uh, 15 to 30 years on the job, on the force, uh, and it's very similar. So as, as far as the aha and understanding what the critical uh, missing link is, to what we're doing every day as being professionals is understanding how our brain operates and understanding to a P, uh, to a T of understanding the big word of emotions and the importance of understanding mm-hmm. that. And like, you know, like you and uh, really coined the name, the notice, accept, manage and express of those. And what are those and how, what's mm-hmm. a healthy way for those emotions to get out other than, you know, let's do some more training. So we just beat them out of us. Um, and then all too unhealthy or all too often they come out in an unhealthy way. Yeah. Right. Let me just add here for, for our listeners that um, at the conference, um, you can go to commandcollege.org, commandcollege.org, and you can find out more about the conference, which is the inaugural conference uh, for the, uh, for Magnus works. It's going to be held in um, Sandestin Hilton Gotham Beach Resort at Miramar Beach, Florida, and that will be October 14th to 18th. But what I want you to know about is that we have some real luminaries there speaking um, besides myself and Matthew. Uh, Colonel Dan Schilling, um, who's gotten over 20 million views on YouTube, is going to be talking um, 
about his experience in the U.S. Air Force uh, in Afghanistan. And he has a, a very famous uh, video on YouTube called Alone at Dawn. And also Dr. Paul Zach um, is going to be one of our speakers. And you can look at his TED Talk. I think he's had over 1.8 million views uh, at his TED Talk. And these are some of our speakers, along with Matthew and I, um, who are going to be talking about great to magnet. You know, how anybody can understand these concepts that Matt's talking about and understand that well-being through self-awareness and emotional intelligence focused on well-being. Okay, now, it sounds like a circle, but it's not. If you look at the four components of well-being and emotional intelligence, they are self-awareness, self-regard, interpersonal relationships, and optimism. Well, how do you build those? How do you build those emotional intelligence capacities? One way uh, that Magnus works is building on this is through our work, really, at the Emotional Brilliance Academy and through the Emotional Brilliance Guardian 8.5 hours of content, we build on that. Now, how do you get that quickly at one of these conferences? Because you spend three or four hours with Matthew, and he takes you through these uh, climate models with a fearless climate model. And now you have an opportunity to do some self-awareness to understand your impulse control and what components of your well-being factors are now invading your mind share, your headspace, and your ability to control your impulses, whether they're thoughts or actions because all those things lead to behavior. And obviously I'm very passionate about this. You can hear it in my voice and I don't want to take away from Matthew's time with us, but these are extraordinary opportunities for everybody to learn more about themselves, their own well-being, and how it impacts their self-regard, their self-awareness, their ability um, to manage impulse control and their overall life happiness. So um, I just let me hand this back really to you and, and Matthew. And Matthew, if you could just say one thing about what is the biggest takeaway from these conferences that you felt when you're speaking to one, 2,000 professionals in an audience where you know you've made a mark using any aspect of the fearless climate model? Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think it's, you know, it's just the feedback that I get from uh, whether it's the CEO of a company, you know, after I do a speech on fearless climate, um, as far as just surpassing expectations and and uh, just being able to just line it out so people can follow what that means for an organization, but also what that means as an individual. Uh, kind of like you hit on the head with the, with the model that we use for the um, emotional intelligence assessment, it's like a 360. Uh, it's something that you can grab onto and look at and, okay, why is my interpersonal relationships, you know, here we go with the word, another E word, empathy. Uh, when you're a professional, your empathetic lens is pretty, I mean, a lot of times, not everybody, but the feedback that I get is that never really even thought about the, you know, leading with an empathetic lens and, having to retrain our hard drives to be empathetic and what does that look like? What does that truly mean to have better interpersonal relationships? And especially with law enforcement, 
you know, they're out there every day policing, hopefully with the community instead of policing the community. Um, but the empathetic lens is critical. And then you tie that into, like you're saying, self-regard, impulse control, uh, emotional self-awareness on, you know, how do, you know, what kind of affect do they show, um, especially when you have so many years of seeing the ugliness in societies? Um, you got to really take a hard look at that. So, so Matt, this is really good. I'm glad you get you know, to explain the model a little bit more. I know, you know, in the, in the conferences, you go into a lot more detail. So just a quick question about kind of self-awareness. And I always talk about triggers and you need to be aware of your triggers. But have you seen some common themes, either your triggers or people you work with that are kind of key triggers? Because if you don't know the triggers, it's hard to, hard to manage it. Absolutely. And, you know, guys, uh, to understand what I've learned as far as our own triggers, it kind of ties into mindfulness, right? So if we're always doing, you know, the three circles of mindfulness, you have one circle that's doing, you got one circle, a separate circle that's being, and then the circle that intertwines both of them, the third circle is wisdom. And if we're constantly doing, mm. we're not paying attention to what actually is triggering us and triggering, triggering right. our emotions and our thoughts, which become actions, right? So to, to help these students understand more of in depth about how their brain operates, how the human brain operates, but also how these emotions tie to what they're feeling today, you know, 15, 16, 28 years on the job, and they're just questioning mm-hmm. themselves on are they doing the right thing? You know, it's years and years and years of not understanding the importance of mindfulness and not understanding their own triggers better so they can make, you know, so they can identify it quicker. They can communicate it to the people that are with them yeah. clearer. Um, and then that way they'll, they'll live a, a healthier life and their well-being will be greater. So when you think about you know triggers, is there like a trigger that you've kind of figured that you had to that you had to identify um, that's been helpful for you? Yeah, I think uh, you know, and kind of go sticking with the with the law enforcement or you know yeah. professionals out there. You know, they're, they're, when you're constantly you're living a life and you're living a career of service, right? It's hard to look within yourself. It's like, okay, do my triggers actually matter? Um, so to identify those um, instead of constantly, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to put you before myself, you know, and that's a lot of these professionals. Right. We're all on the same, you know, cut of cloth when it comes to service. That's how our brains are, are developed. You know, that's what we're taught since day one. That's what we want to do, um, personal choices. Um, and mm-hmm. so it's hard to really look at, you know, hey, I don't like that, you know, or I took this a different yeah. way. Um, and how to communicate that rather than just saying, you know what, whatever, you know, I'm more than happy to, to help you instead of myself. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm asking about personal matters. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I imagine it's got to really be challenging, you know, because your service, like you're saying, ahead, and when it's not appreciated, and I think what's probably going on, you know, with um, – with law enforcement, you know, here I'm dedicating my life to others. And I would think for, you know, if I was in that situation, you know, um, 
it not being appreciated or people take it the wrong way. I mean, that's got to kind of get under your skin. Yes, absolutely. And a lot of times just to keep that professional, you know, mindset that yeah. we think is that we're just going to walk away or we're not going to allow it to bug us. Well, the reality is there's some kind of right. emotion that that triggered that you got to work yeah. through. Kind of like, you know, going back to you and Kathy's notice, accept, manage and express, you know, acronym. Right. Um, and the importance of doing that, because otherwise, you know, emotions are going to get out in some way or another. Yeah. And then that kind of links into, um, you know, impulse control. Right. Um, and it's, it's really it's a challenge. It's a lot of hard work. Um, and it's daily that you got to constantly look at this. And that's why we try to keep these tools as simple, because yeah. we're all engulfed with so many things, whether it's personal, professional. Um, you know, you get these, um, you know, stuff that comes up you're not seeing it, you know, whether it's a personal or professional, but to use these and say, okay, you know, constantly training our brain to keep these, you know, models of driving towards emotional intelligence and emotional brilliance simple. This is what I love about your fearless model uh, is the elevated mindset. And so it really, it's almost like you have to kind of train that ahead of time so that when you are in that situation, the elevated part allows you to rise up above and maybe see what's going on and how you can bring out your best actions in those moments. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, that's part of the climate um, of an organization too. It's, are they communicating, you know, so they're, you know, budding leaders, right. people that are in the organization understand what their message yeah. is, you know, um, and that way they can elevate their mindsets to, uh, to, to build a better climate. And, and that goes back so to your consistency and communication of the climate, you know, which is so helpful. Yeah, go yeah, ahead, Kat, because we're going to close. I'm sorry, before we jump off, I just wanted to uh, just put in a little um, uh, pitch here for Matt's new podcast, which will be out in the spring. Um, we'll keep everybody posted here at LDN when that um, podcast uh, is ready for release. But it's called Turbulent Strategies for Turbulent Times, A Plan for the Unknown. And Matthew will be interviewing uh, lots of folks on many of the concepts that we touched on here, Rally, and thanks for the opportunity to share with our audience. I think uh, these are times when many of us need to generate or regenerate uh, our own mindset. And we are living in unknown times. Um, it is a more erratic environment than ever before, and we keep trying to put structure around something and that structure is what's creating frustration because if we don't learn, as you said earlier, brilliantly, Rally, the triggers, and, you know, Matthew's trying to teach people how to do that or lend them a process for doing that. If we don't mm -hmm. understand where they are and we keep trying to lay or overlay a process on something that we're just discovering exists, you know that stress is the result of unmet expectations. And so as we continue to meet okay. frustration with the process, right, we're just going to create more layers of, of stress. So hopefully this will help combat that. And uh, thank you again for having uh, Matt on the show today. Matthew, thank you for taking time out from your busy schedule to be here. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. 
We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.